This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back to Now with Dave Brown on AMI. Every couple of weeks, we present The Scoop with Greg David, who, who's our communication specialist here at AMI-tv. He joins us from his home in Chelsea, Quebec. Good morning, Greg. How's it going? Good, Alex. I'm good. Nice to talk to you. Congratulations on the new gig. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I'm liking <laughs> it so much, you know, uh, maybe Dave can't come back for a bit longer. No, no, no. He's, he's coming back. Don't worry. I, I don't want to alarm people at home prematurely. Uh, so, Greg, you 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 brought us a couple different topics. First off, there's something we've been promoting on the show the last uh, week or so. It's mm-hmm. the Tripping on Air contest giveaway. So can you tell me a bit about, first of all, Tripping on Air, the podcast, and what is the kind of the the theme and the style of that uh, podcast? Yeah, sure. So Ardra Shepard, who uh, AMI-TV viewers will know as the host of Fashion Dis, which will be coming back for a second season, um, she's a member of the multiple sclerosis community. And for the past several years, she's been uh, having she's been writing a blog called Tripping on Air, and you can find it at trippingonair.com, where she just talks about l- life um, with MS, the funny moments, the not-so-funny mo- moments, and the struggles that she goes through. And that blog blog was turned into a podcast that she does with her friend Alex. And so every month on the Tripping on Air podcast, uh, they just talk about the they spill the tea on what it's like to live with MS. It's a monthly podcast. And as they say, they invite the cool kids of chronic illness to tune in, hang out, have a laugh, learn some tips and above all feel seen. And uh, so, yeah, it's just a great extension of the Tripping on Air uh, blog, uh, turning into not only an audio podcast, but a video podcast that's available on YouTube. Amazing. And as we were promoting this contest, you know, we gave a lot of the details. One thing we didn't say is some of the gifts that are up for grabs. So can you highlight some of the uh, some of the gifts that uh, uh, the winners will get? Yeah, absolutely. And I do want to preface this by saying that we have over 700 entries with still a week to go, which is crazy. But among the prizes, and I think that this is the reason why people are so excited, are some of the the gifts that are are being given away. Uh, There's a carbon ultralight rollator, which is being given away in holiday red. And for those that don't know, a rollator is kind of like a walker with wheels, Um, a lot more easy to use than a walker. It has grips. uh, It has handbrakes on it. It also has a seating platform, and it has hooks to hang bags off of. So that's one of the big the the big prizes that are available. But also, there's a, a fashion magazine sub- subscription for one year. We've got some jewelry from a company um, uh, that uh, that has made one specifically with a gem in it that is tied to the multiple sclerosis community. We've got a, a leather bag. We've got a, a couple of different apps that people can uh, can people can sign up for for free that will help them with uh, with mental wellness and health as well. So just, uh, and oh, there's also a professional portrait photo shoot that is available in this as part of this giveaway as well. So lots of great prizes. Uh, Greg, quickly, how can people enter and when's the deadline to enter? 
Yeah, so the deadline to enter is December the 1st at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Go to ami.ca slash TOA contest to enter. And again, that's ami.ca slash TOA contest to enter. And so as folks at home may have started to notice, the holidays are coming up upon us. We've been discussing a lot of different holiday-themed topics. And that means also turning into favorite seasonal movies, TV and specials. You wanted to talk about TV's Insider's list of the top 50 holiday movies and specials. So I'm curious on their selections of the top three. So can you give us number three? Yeah, for sure. So number three is It's a Wonderful Life. This is the movie from 1946 from Frank Capra, and uh, it stars James Stewart as a, as a man named George Bailey. And on Christmas Eve, facing bankruptcy and criminal charges due to a family business catastrophe that's not his fault, he is considering suicide, and an angel comes along to show him what his life would be like if he did, in fact, jump off the bridge that he's on. This is number three in the top 50, Alex. And I know that this is a staple of the Christmas season and it's always on television, usually on CBC and NBC. But I think that this is a real downer of a, of a movie to be shown during the holidays. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Yeah, so part of the reason why it became so synonymous with Christmas was no one liked it when it came out. It was a big flop, you know, and, and right. just all the uh, syndication networks got the rights to air it very cheaply. And so they just started playing it. That's why it became so popular because it was always on. I agree with you. I'm not a huge fan of It's a, it's a Wonderful Life. It's certainly at the near the bottom of my list in terms of uh, Christmas and holiday films. I, I I think Jingle All the Way is probably above it. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> with with the reindeer. So you know, I, I I that's where I feel it should be. Number three is high to me. Now number two, on the other hand, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Do you agree with this this ranking of number two? Yeah, I'm a real sucker for this one. Came out in 1964, and this is the Rankin Bass Productions, which is the the classic stop motion, uh, you know, plasticine pieces. Uh, I love this. It's all about the story of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Uh, Burl Ives is involved. You know, he's not only the narrator as a snowman, but he also sings the 1949 title tune. Uh, Holly Jolly Christmas. Yeah, first broadcast in 1964, and it has been on television on CBS almost exclusively that whole time, and it is one of my absolute favorites. Where do you stand? Do you think it, it deserves to be at number two in the top 50? Yeah, so this is, I feel about Rudolph uh, the way many people feel about It's a Wonderful Life. It's a classic. It was always on, but it deserved to always be on. There's something, it's a light, it's, it's colorful, it's it's for kids. You know, there, there were so many positives. Number two, sure, I, I would happily give this lot to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in terms of a, a family-friendly affair. Now, number one, it's a Charlie Brown Christmas. Do you think it should? it's the number one best all the time? I don't. I like it. I don't tune in and make sure that I watch it every year, though. came out originally in 1965. Again, it's a staple of the CBS schedule. Um, uh, 
this little story, Charles Schultz, you know, ignored CBS executives' request to include a, a laugh track. Um, he hired non-professional children to voice some of the characters. But, you know, when it comes right down to it, I'm looking for comfort in my holiday stuff. And a Charlie Brown Christmas is definitely comforting to me. Uh, but I don't know. It would not be on my number one if I was doing a top 50. W where do you stand, Alex? For me, I've never really connected with Charlie Brown uh, as as a series, as a cartoon. I, mm -hmm. I know I, I can already feel the 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 shocks and the uh, uh, kind of condemnations coming through the airwaves uh, uh, from folks at home. But I I just never quite got it. You know, I, I, whether it was just at a weird age when I was watching it, like it was all the other kid stuff that I really connected with more. So number one, certainly not for me now. If this isn't number one for you, Greg, what is your number one? First of all, I totally agree with you saying that about Charlie Brown. I didn't connect with Charlie Brown either. Um, what I did connect with is Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, the classic animated. Uh, the Jim Carrey movie's great, but and you know deserves to be on the list. But my top would be the original with Boris Karloff. That is my absolute favorite of all time and would be at the top of my list. What about you? I mean, there's something really iconic about hearing Boris Karloff give that sinister, like, uh, narration in the, mm -hmm. the cartoon. It was short, but it was impactful. Like, I, I really enjoyed Now, I'm going to stir up a bit of controversy, I guess. Um, for Do me, it. the one that I have to watch every single year, my hands-down favorite, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, Chevy Chase... Uh, it, it's just so iconic. It's funny. It, it just lingers. And every single year, I just crave the day that I can turn it on. I can watch it. And that's not to say I, I don't enjoy How the Grinch Stole Christmas yeah. or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But that is the one film I have to make sure I watch every single year. That's totally fair. I mean, it's it would be high on my list as well. And it's actually – I like it more and more every year now. When it first came out or within those first few years of being on TV, I wasn't a huge fan. But, you know, like that fruitcake at the back of the fridge, you know, over time it gets better and better. And now I, I really enjoy it too. Yeah, just like that turkey. You just got to open yourself up to a world <laughs> of possibilities there, Greg. That's right. Thank you so much for, for chatting with me about this. You know, it's, it's always – I, I always struggle with like how early should we kind of get into talking about holiday movies and things like that. But, uh, you know, it's it's the end of November. It's November 24th already. It, it seems yeah. like the fall has just kind of whipped by and we're already in in the uh, like the mist of the holiday season. So, I mean, before I know it, I'm going to be just turning around and, and watching all the, the Christmas movies and the Christmas specials. Yeah, they're already on the air. It used to be you had, wait, you had to wait until Thanksgiving down in the U.S., but CBC's been broadcasting specials this week, so we got to get in on it now. I, the one thing I will say, though, is the fact that I was a bit upset that I started hearing Christmas music before Halloween had wrapped. Yes. It was still in, like, in the middle of October, and I was starting to hear it. It's like, nope, nope, that is too early for me. But now, okay, it's cold. A lot of places are having snow on the ground. It it was a nice and foggy morning here in Toronto. I, I started to feel a bit of the Christmas vibe. Awesome. Greg, thank you so much. Thanks, Alex. That's Greg David, the communication specialist for AMI, and he spoke to us from Chelsea, Quebec. 
Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.